0: Hello, and welcome to the Divine Feminine Leaders podcast. I am your humble host, Celeste Hartwell, and today we're doing something a little bit different. So the air date for this particular podcast is actually my birthday, uh, Tuesday, November 5th on 2019. And so I felt inspired to invite along a friend, Michelle Russell from the Positive Moms podcast, and she's actually gonna be interviewing me. So to give you a little bit overview of, uh, the divine feminine leaders podcast, we are a podcast that is, um, I don't have my notes with me. (laughs) We're, we're a podcast focusing on female entrepreneurship for women. By women. And what are really what our real goal is, is to help women know that no matter where you are, if you're drawn to this, it's likely because you have entrepreneurship in your blood somewhere um, or you you are looking for what's next in your life. What's more? Uh, Maybe you're like me and you've struggled with uh, depression and anxiety and overwhelm and what i really love to say is that we really help women step into their confidence and clarity uh so yeah we're really excited to have you here and thank you so much to michelle for being here with me and her you. uh interviewing me and so yeah thank you so much and
1: Thanks for having me. I'm excited. We're like, where do we look? I know, I know. (laughs) I'm gonna look. I can see you. Um, so I'm really excited to be here and part of this wonderful podcast. And I have only known Celeste for like, um, I don't know, a month, maybe two. And I knew she was my girl when she called me out on (laughs) telling. I said I had a limiting belief, uh, or I said I had um kids. So I couldn't, couldn't remember something. And it was like, because I had kids and she was like, "Yes, on your limiting belief. So <laughs> I knew from there, we were like going to be girls. So I'm really excited to be here with you. And I just want to hear more about your story, how you, how you found this podcast. Yeah. Wow. That's such a loaded question.
0: So, um, I think I've said this on this podcast before, but, and, and so I'll say, and I think, you know, you and I have talked about that, but it's such a great question. Uh, this this podcast actually came to me about three and a half years ago. I'm getting goosebumps. It's always like a big yes, like talk about this. (laughs) So I just want to call that out right now. So thank you. Oh, good. Um, You know, I was reading this book because I was in a really dark place and I was having a difficult time feeling motivated and inspired and so I was reading this book that was called, I think it was called You Are Fabulous or something like that and it was like really upbeat and I was like feeling really good and so I was reading a little bit before I went to bed and I went to bed this particular night in April a couple years ago and uh, woke up in the morning to this dream where I, I know that I documented it somewhere. So I'm I'm probably going to mess it up if I try to explain the whole thing right now. But um, but basically in the dream, Tony Robbins and I are having a conversation. Ooh, I love this. <laughs> it's so wild. Like I never really told this whole story. So Tony Robbins comes up to me and I loved, I was so into Tony Robbins at that moment in my life. and And he looks at me and he's like, no one's telling the stories of women. And, and then I woke up and I went, nobody is telling the stories of women. And so you just gave me chills, right? It was oh. like, it was so powerful. And so I woke up and I was like in this energy of like, nobody's telling the stories of women. And then uh, I, and then I was, I think I was listening to Oprah or maybe something came up and Oprah talked about like the divine feminine is what came up. And I don't know if she said it or if it was something else, but it was like a landing in me that I was like, okay, just had this dream with Tony Robbins, and then Oprah just said this thing, and these two things match, it was literally like the same day, and I was like, I don't, know what this means so that was the beginning of it I was like I don't know what this means but it feels like something I'm supposed to be doing and so it originally started off as a podcast that was like divine feminine stories and I was always interviewing female entrepreneurs that was always the thing and so the funny part about this is I actually three years ago I'm so grateful to the women who said yes I did 20 to 25 interviews that I never launched um, that I still have and may be released at some moment in time I'm clear that it's not in this exact moment. Um, but it was talking about you know their businesses and what they were doing, and I'm grateful that I did that experience. I'm grateful for those women who jumped in and participated with me because I think I was telling you this, Michelle, like I had a list of nine questions and like everyone had to answer the questions no matter where they were, no matter how the conversation was going. I was so stringent on it. (laughs) Very scripted. And and there was like, there was some flow, but I was not great at the flow. So now I see how, this is why I think it would be funny as a bloopers because I see how Um, now I've grown. And now in this podcast, I don't have any notes. I have a rough idea of some things, but I really just let the conversation go where it needs to go. And when I feel like the energy is complete, then I say, oh, so you have a free gift for us or you know tell us about where people can find you and that's how i signal to the interviewee that we're wrapping up and so that's kind of a lot of answer to it and a little bit more about the process of what i go through but it has been i see now we're like doing it three and a half years ago i was so stuck in this fear space i didn't know where it was going um i didn't know why I was called to do it. And I've kind of learned throughout that time, just don't ask questions why, just do Mm -hmm. it and just step into it. Um, and now I laugh because I can't imagine my life without it, uh, because it's so easy and it's so fun and it's so Mm -hmm. natural and I'm really appreciative of it. So, yeah.
1: I love that story. (laughs) I, I love how everything just kind of aligned and comes together. It's amazing when that happens. Yeah. So how is, this podcast different from the, the the other interviews so now so now you have those ones kind of in this special vault maybe someday to come back out yeah but now you're doing now you're live you're here again interviewing mm-hmm. women and you started that in september so how is that different than those vaulted ones
0: thank you for that question because that's really important um it is i i i my intentionality in this particular iteration is so clear and, and it's been a process. Um, last time, I, I talk about this a lot in like my Facebook group and with my own clients, it's, uh, you know, there's, there's an abundance mindset and there's a scarcity mindset, right? And so I was deeply rooted in a scarcity mindset. Um, three and a half years ago when I was doing these. So there was a lot of fear of like, I'm not gonna have enough people to interview. I'm not gonna like, oh my god, there's not enough time. There's not enough people, there's not enough, you know, like there was all of this fear space of like I'm gonna run out of people. What is this for? What is the purpose? Instead of being in this abundance space that I'm in now, where I know who's a right fit, like I knew you were the right fit to interview me, like I know, and I've had people suggest, like, oh so-and-so is looking to be on a podcast. Maybe you could interview her. And I'm so aligned now in this project that I'm, it's a clear yes or it's a clear no. Mm -hmm. And when it's a no, I say, she's not a good fit right now. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say she might not be in the future. And I'm super appreciative of suggestions and, um, and all of that. But I'm so much more, I talk, I talk about this a lot in my, with my clients in, in my Facebook group too, but I believe that projects have their own energy and they want to be birthed through us. So she's been culminating for a while now. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and, and she's had some space to really. um, And so when I say she, I am talking about the divine feminine leaders podcast as a living entity, as a living energy. She's. I trust her so much more now and I just allow her to kind of take me through. And so I wasn't, again, I was in that scarcity space three and a half years ago. So it was very, very, Oh, you said yes. Yeah. You're on the calendar. Let's go. Whereas now it's like I make an invitation. I don't follow up with people if they don't follow back up with me. Um, I'm not begging for them to be on the show. I know, I trust, I have faith that the right people are going to show up. Uh, and so it's, it's beautiful. It's really, it's an honor to like be able to birth her and like be able to like show her to the world and, and, and showcase these women that I love and adore. And, and sometimes I get like a tap to like interview someone where I'm like, I don't know that they're the right fit, but clearly like spirit is calling me Mm -hmm. to, to interview them. And then their episode will drop, and somebody will be like, "This is exactly what I needed today."
1: Oh, I love that reassurance
0: love right?" That reassurance. And then I'm like, "Oh well, I'm glad that I followed the nudge instead of questioning, "Is this really you know what I mean?" Like no, she knew she knew the podcast knew mm-hmm. who was right for that
1: yeah. wow, that's that's really amazing. and it's and it's so great to be in a space where you don't have to act out of desperation yeah. and you can just trust. And believe that it's going to be there. It's going to guide you to the next step. So that's such an amazing. So good for you. I'm really happy that you're in that space because that's amazing. And not everybody can experience, not everybody has or will experience that. So it's really great that you have. Um, So what's the difference in the name? So before it was Divine Feminine Stories, and now you've changed it to Divine Feminine Leaders so what's what's kind of the difference in the name is it just, Is it that they're vaulted and they're different, or like was there a direct reason for that?
0: It was interesting, actually. She did start with Divine Feminine Stories as the name. And so Div Fem Stowe was what we called it for short. And so it was funny, like in my immediate circle, everyone knew Div Stowe. Like it outside fun, of that. fun, by the way. <laughs> right. Like it was like I had DivFemmeStowe.com. Like, you know, I was so like into the Div Fem Stowe. Like I had branding around that and all of that. Um, and, you know, so when, when we moved on to, and it was actually at the suggestion of a business coach that I worked with at the time because she was like, I don't necessarily want to be part of divine feminine stories, but I want to be called a divine feminine leader. And she was like, I, you know, like that, that really turns people on and people want to know more about that. And so at her suggestion, I rebranded my entire business around that actually, like before that my business had been, you know, um, my name, Unlimited, LLC, and it had been, like, uh, Beautiful You had been my health coaching company before Dev Film Stowe came along, Um, and so I I just was like, Divine Feminine Leaders is such a strong name, that's such a strong, uh, and that was what I really felt, and now seeing the evolution of where my work is taking me, and where the podcast is going, it's, it's, uh, it's fun to see and to really like own that. I am a divine feminine leader. I think, you know, like I I really am. All the women that I have on the show are and are really stepping into that. And there's this space too of what does divine feminine leadership look like? When we've lived in this world that has really, women are still so relatively new in the workforce in the way that we are. And how are we stepping out of the masculine and marrying, uh, not, not stepping all the way out of the masculine. There is the yin and the yang, right? There's the balance that needs to be met. But how do we meet more of the divine feminine into that in a culture that's kind of taken it all the way out, right? So how do we like bring it back? So it's been a fun, fascinating journey. and I'm super grateful to that business coach
1: who, yeah. who
0: said, like, had the foresight to be like leaders. And I was like, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, leaders is definitely a nice, strong word. And I remember when I was trying to come up with our name and I had positive moms like that's what spoke to me and I was like but there's this other woman online and she's positive mom and like I totally tried to talk myself out of it and Mm. wrote down all these other names and I was like nope this is the one so like when you know you know it sticks You're like I'm just I'm going with it but yeah leaders is strong yeah yeah so you are a divine feminine leader which is why you wanted to be interviewed (laughs) so what are you doing? So you're doing the podcast. Um, so what else are you doing to, you know, be an example, to be a divine feminine leader?
0: That's such a interesting, I don't even know how to respond. It's such a great question. (laughs) Like, how do I even respond to that? Um, I really love helping women step into their own divine feminine leadership. And And I always say brave men. So I often get the question like, oh, your company is divine feminine leaders. Like, do you work with men as well? And I'm like, yeah, because the divine feminine, the divine masculine lives in every single one of us. It's not a male, female, gender specific uh, role. And so part of what my business does is I actually help people write books. So I help them step into their leadership through that and that is a ton of fun and i do group book programs um which will actually start in the spring again and yeah yeah and there's something really powerful about doing it in a group setting and that doesn't mean that they're sharing their words i'm always very cautious with writers about sharing their words with other people outside of me not from a fear space, but just from like, we need to protect the energy of our, again, the book is a project that has its own energy that has its own life force. And, and it's just like, you know, a mother carrying her child for nine months, you're protecting that and you're cultivating it and you're feeding it and you're nourishing it in all these different ways, emotionally and physically and um, spiritually and all of that. And so it's the same way with books. And so and and part of that is like a lot of people have had wounding around um, them not being good at English or not being good at, you know, like mm-hmm. writing and all of that. And so I'm always like, you just get it out and then I help edit it and I help pretty it up and I, you know, help pull out the story and all of that in a very safe and loving and uh, secure environment, like very, you know, confidence boosting and really helping people step out of their fears in that way, but also like helping people really step out of, like I talked about before a little bit, overwhelm and anxiety, um, and into confidence and clarity. Like there is like the embodiment of a leader is confidence and having that energy of, I know who I am. I know what I'm here to do and I'm doing it regardless of anyone else's opinions or thoughts or feelings Um, and that's not to say that anyone's feelings and thoughts and all of that are not valid, but it is to say that you're the only one who can live your own life. And, and we have this culture that kind of tells us that we need to care about everybody else, which is, we can care about them, but not to the detriment of ourselves, not Mm -hmm. to the detriment of what we know that we're here to do. So really helping people, you know, work from that space of compassion and love and leadership and knowledge and faith, I think, certainty, that, you know, why they're here is
1: valid and, and important. Wow. That was powerful. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So, okay. So it sounds like you, you got a lot going on. You've always had a lot going on. So when did this like entrepreneur bug, I'm going to call it bite you? Because I feel like once we get that we're it's there. Right. So can you talk a little bit about how that started for you? This is really funny. So what's coming up is that in
0: my first marriage, when I was really young, like we were married from the ages of 19 to 23. um, Really young, yeah, super young. Uh, Don't do that if you don't have to. (laughs) (laughs)
1: So, <laughs> the person you love back then is not the person you love as a grown-up
0: <laughs> yeah, right? we and then I say that like we were children trying to be adults yeah. um and we didn't really know who each of us were and so it was kind of so anyway he was bit but the entrepreneurial bug and so he started his own business and I was kicking and screaming going don't do that just get a job like it's so scary um and but he was successful and he did well and so i i guess i couldn't really argue with it at that point um so then it was funny i didn't really ever feel like this was a path that i was going to go down to be honest but i always was at a leadership position and everything that i volunteered and i volunteered a lot in chicago when i lived there i volunteered in des moines Um, i was always really into volunteering and i always found myself into a leadership position I'm also the oldest of four girls. So I know how to corral (laughs) and uh, set boundaries and, you know, direct people efficiently. (laughs) So, um, so I didn't ever see that as an entrepreneurial thing. And I was really stuck in my fear, but around four to five years ago, I started going through some different things that It just, I knew that the work that I was doing in my prior career wasn't the work that I really wanted to be doing in the world. And I didn't feel like I was touching people in a way uh, that was profound enough for me. So Mm -hmm. I was an analyst. I worked behind spreadsheets, um, did a lot of budgeting, gained a tremendous amount of business skills, which I'm really grateful for now. Oh Yeah, definitely. Right. Um, But but I wasn't helping people in the way that I wanted to. And so I, I went through some things and I decided to quit my job four and a half years ago now, and, and said, I don't know what I'm going to do. I just know that this can't be it. And so entrepreneurship for me has been this interesting, um, it's been an interesting lesson for me in consistency and commitment. Because A, I wasn't very committed, I learned that I wasn't actually very committed to myself. For a long time, and so I couldn't really be committed to the business. I couldn't really be committed to my partner. I couldn't really be committed to anything this podcast included in its first iteration. Um, because I wasn't I, I just I didn't have that really. And that was a skill that I needed to build. And so over time, I've learned. It's a re-choosing and a re-choosing and a re-choosing. And there have been times, now I know, like, when I'm really up against something that I'm about to, like, break a wall for myself or a paradigm shift. um, Like, I'm really about to, like, go outside of my comfort zone or outside of, like, what I think is possible. That's when I start looking for jobs. (laughs) (laughs) And... Uh, I think we all can
1: relate to that.
0: Right. It's
1: it's scary. <laughs> it's scary.
0: Yeah, shit. Unknown. Right, yeah. right. And so now I see it and I'm like, oh, that, there I go again. I'm looking at jobs again. That's funny, you know? <laughs> and, and so it is, it's this re-choosing and re-choosing and re-choosing. And it's been moving out of that scarcity space again and into the abundance space of being like, how am I right now? I'm taken care of in this moment. I have everything I need in this moment. Like it's, it's really getting into present time mm-hmm. and not living in a future that is catastrophic and not replaying the failures of the past, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think part of this too is relearning. I, I've done a lot of work with this and I love to do this with people. Let's focus on what you've succeeded at. You know, like yeah. when I see people talk about, oh well, my business hasn't been making as much money, but your business has been making money. Like that's, that's more awesome. than a lot of us can say. Right. Yeah. Right. And it and it's and it's important to celebrate all of the things, mm-hmm. you know? And so yeah, I feel I'm really long-winded. <laughs>
1: I'm You're <sorry>. I'm passionate <laughs> about what you have to say. It's all good. Um I'm glad that you brought that up. So, we had coffee, like, I don't know, last week, and we talked about how people don't celebrate. You yeah. know, you, and again, it's partly society, like, kind of in our heads, like, we don't, you know, we don't deserve this, or we're not worthy of right. celebrating ourselves. And it's weird if we celebrate ourselves, but hell no, it is not. It's not weird at all. So, you know, celebrate those wins, even if they're just a little wind, you know, like every little bit helps, right? To get you to ultimately where you want to go.
0: Yes. And, you know, and I see this even with people that I know, right? Like not acting like a high school graduation is a big deal or Mm -hmm. not acting like, you know, you got a new job that's not worthy of celebration. Um, I do think that a lot of times in our culture, I've been guilty of this. So this is why I'm saying this. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'm, I'm really good at change. Like I love change and I thrive on it and I like eat it for breakfast. Like I had a therapist once who was like, <laughs> you change your life. Like other people change their underwear. Like he was like, I just like, nobody changes everything the way you do. And and now in the last couple of years I've learned that I can literally manifest the house of my dreams and create an entire cross-country move in two weeks like I'm like so good at like the change but there's the space of of um honoring and allowing the feelings that come up with the ending of something too right like there is like the new like Mm -hmm. celebrating um all the new stuff and holding space at the same time for the loss, um, for the ending, for the morning, for, for what hasn't worked and, 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 but what did I learn from it? Right. Mm-hmm. And I think there's so much in a reframe of like, but what can I celebrate out of this? Mm-hmm. Um, cause yeah, we get to have, we're in these bodies. We get to have all of the feelings, right? Like we get to have all of the experience
1: and figure out what we like and what we don't like. So It's all within your control, too. Right. I think a lot of people don't understand that either. That you know, this is your life, and you literally have the control to do all of those things. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we do. And, so often we've been taught through TV, through, you know, news, through all this like parenting, teachers, absolutely. Design. Well-meaning religion, you know, like well-meaning yeah. everything Right, of like trying to keep you safe. But again, what energy is that coming from? A lot of times it's coming from a fear space, mm-hmm. which is, you know, I don't want you to go out the side, this box because you're going to die if you do that. And that's not necessarily true. Um, excuse me. And it's just,
1: I forget what was coming out for me. Well, and then you're stuck in that box. You are. Because that's kind of what has been ingrained in you. And it takes a lot of work for you to first realize that you're stuck in this box and then for you to get out of that box and then learn, you know, from these, those lessons. And, and that's like, that's the biggest thing about, I think you said, like I had all these failures, but you're also looking at the lessons that you learned in that right. time. Right. I think that was where I was going was like,
0: it's so easy for us to be like, that guy did me wrong. I mean, I, I talked about this on Facebook before you and I connected, but like I reconnected with my first husband in the 40 days of silence this year. and I never saw that coming. Um, but I was so strongly guided to do that and to um, heal myself in that space and to just invite him, that that was something that he could do as well. And, And so I did that. But I didn't see it was 18 years after our divorce, and mm-hmm. I was still in this victim space with his and my relationship. I was still telling the story of how he did me wrong and he left me bankrupt and I lost my house and my cars and you know I lost mm-hmm. all the things, right? Like I was still telling that story. And and so for people who feel like I may be in a box, but I don't even know how to change it. Like I just feel compelled to say like, just be open to to maybe it could change like just that's the first step it's not mm-hmm. i'm i'm going to change my box or i'm going to like break out of this i'm going to do something new like no it's just being open to what's here for me i think mm-hmm. it's really important i, I think that's also awesome. so often the first step and i didn't see that i judged myself for that for a long time like oh i need to do this and i need to do this and mm-hmm. i need to believe this and i need to believe this when I wasn't ready for it, that was not where I was in that moment. And I just needed to be open to trying something different.
1: I just needed to be open to moving forward. Wow. That's huge. Because I think like, even if you don't realize, like I think it probably took you that time and space, like the 18 years to realize that this story was playing. Like you may have not have even known that that was happening. Right. But like your actions and your thoughts were related to this story. Right. And you know, it's, it's about being open and aware, like really being aware of your thoughts and paying attention is when you kind of start to realize these things. So like you said, if you're like, you're in that box and you don't know how to get out or bust out, like that's like kind of the first step, right. Is like paying attention and being aware of your own thoughts because most of us are on autopilot. We don't pay attention to that kind of stuff. Right.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I always tell people like, (laughs) if you follow me for any length of time, I'm big into meditation. Like I love meditation and, and I always tell people start, start five minutes, start 10 minutes Mm. per day, but just, make the commitment to yourself and do it for that amount of time every single day and you'll start to see and so like when my ex-husband's name came to my mind as I was driving into Florida for 40 days in silence instead of the old story uh, instead of the old reaction that I would have had which was fuck that guy Mm -hmm. you know like I don't want anything to do with him I got curious, like, and that was like, that's what the meditation, that space has allowed me instead of like going onto the autopilot. Mm -hmm. It was, huh, what's here for me? And I did genuinely get curious because I was like, seriously, (laughs) like, really? (laughs) It's been at least 15, (laughs) 16 years since we've had any contact. We don't share children. Uh, we, We like, we have no familial connections any longer. Like we really cut and, and left um, mm-hmm. because it was such a painful divorce and such a painful experience for both of us. Um and so clearly there was a lot there to be resolved. Yeah. Um so but yeah, the meditation just really gives that a little bit of that buffer, I think, rather than just moving
1: on autopilot. Yeah, I love meditation. I love it. I love it. And and you know what like that's one of those people are going to think you're crazy when you talk about it. And I don't even know what the I don't know why people think you are literally sitting with yourself in silence. Like what is so weird about that? Like right. what I don't understand what people like don't understand about it. I just you know like it's such a great exercise and I think it was a real turning point for me um yeah. you know in my life too. So um if you have any pointers to like help people then i want, I want you to share those
0: yeah so i actually created
1: <laughs> a meditation of course you
0: did. <laughs> a meditation 101 video i love um, this yeah i did i felt really called when i came back from 40 days this year uh it was funny this is the funny part about it like this is what i'm talking about and i think to your point, like we're, we have been taught like meditation is crazy or it's weird, whatever, like I, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, well, again, to me, it goes back to this divine feminine, divine masculine and Mm. how we've been in this overtly masculine culture, which is do, 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 that's the masculine energy is take action. And the divine feminine is sit, And have some space and 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 get the intuition and get the guidance and then take the action right there's a there's a place for both Mm -hmm. um and so and definitely I kind of have gone on the deep end with the divine feminine in some ways with like 30 days in silence and 40 days in silence uh because that's what I've been guided to do because I was so deeply entrenched in that masculine do 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 my worth is determined by the amount of things that I'm doing culture that I had to unwind that in a, in a really powerful way. But, Going back to like the tips for so, so I'm laughing because like this meditation 101 video literally came out of I was sitting to meditate, Michelle. I literally sat down on the chair and I bounced right back up and came to my desk and recorded because that was the guidance. It was so strong in that moment. Like, you need to create a meditation 101 video, it needs to happen right now. And so, I did, and so I did it. I mean, when you see the video, there's no backgrounds here, we're kind of covering the background right now, but like, you know, if you've seen the podcast. You know that now I have like this more set up with like photos and stuff, and it had nothing because I had not. I literally only just moved my desk like the day before to have this even as the backdrop. Uh, so it was really funny, but it it is really about so the tips for like meditation. If you don't have the ten minutes to like watch the video, is focused on a mantra. Like I said before, I like, I started with Insight Timer. And so Insight Timer is an app for your phone and they have a lot of guided meditations. That's actually how I began. So I was searching guided meditations for better sleep or, or abundance or health or loving relationships, you know, like all these different things. They have tons of, tons of them now, excuse me. Um, compared to when I joined and and then I started learning other ways to meditate and, and have done a lot of different things now. And it was funny because then afterwards I, I looked at my partner and I went, I actually like created a resume of like meditation. Like That's I didn't, great. I didn't know that that was what I was doing at the time, but I like taught, learned this type of meditation and learned this type of meditation. And, and so the, I like the 101 video because it's like, so many people get hung up on meditation because they think that you need to completely clear your mind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And while that is a goal, that is not where we begin. Right. And, and what, and when this clicked for me, it, it it changed, it changed my relationship with meditation, which was the, when I learned the mantra based meditation of transcendental meditation, it was that form. Um, they give you a mantra and, and you go to class for a couple of days, and they teach you it. What I learned was it you repeat the mantra in your head over and over and over again, and the magic happens in the space between the mantra, like when there is clear space, but it's just a noticing, right like, oh, am I back in the mantra or am I back in my thoughts? Am I mm-hmm. back in the mantra or am I back in my thoughts and it's not a space of judgment. There's no one's judging you. God's not judging you. Spirit's not judging you. Like there's no, um, you can't do it wrong. You just can't do it wrong. Right. Literally just the act of saying my intention is I'm going to sit here. I'm going to give myself five minutes today is so powerful. And if you just did that for a full year, five minutes every day, you would be amazed at what changes.
1: I started with an app too because i was I had no idea what right. I was doing I mean I'm still not like an expert but i do I do it every day I try i like I'm pretty good um but you know it, it sometimes it's guided and sometimes right. it's not but the good thing about the guided ones is that it's really great if you're a beginner right and it re it gently reminds you if your mind wanders off because it's going to happen it happens yeah. it happens unless you're like extremely experienced and you've been doing this for a lot of years it's really you know it's really hard for your mind not to wander off because that's what your mind does right so it's you know it, the the app gently reminds you and you're like oh yeah okay here's where i was
0: and like insight timer you can set up like a reminder right so that daily at 8am, 7am, 2pm, whatever time that is that you choose, it'll come up. It So every day it still comes up and tells me. Yeah,
1: mine is too. Like If yeah, it says like a nice little blurb, it's like, oh, you should be unwinding or like, or like something really nice. Oh, I think yours is more updated than mine. <laughs> I'm yeah. not getting that. And then sometimes it's like the perfect thing too. Like yeah. I'll have had a rough morning. I think I have mine set at nine. So like, I'm just like back home from kid drop off and all that stuff. And like, I think it was yesterday I had like a rough morning and it like popped up and it was like the most perfect saying and I was like oh thank you thank you app. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah 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 so I always say I think there's and there's lots of different apps like I love Insight Timer there's Headspace I use Calm Calm okay yeah, yeah I've not heard of that one it has um, sleep
1: stories too if you are a person mm-hmm. that has trouble falling asleep
0: yeah Insight Timer definitely has sleep meditations too and I've used those as well
1: um surprisingly work really well
0: right (laughs) you're like oh I fell asleep
1: (laughs) like I didn't even hear the rest of that story (laughs) yeah yeah
0: yeah they really do they work really well what was I gonna say about that that was and and I you know when I started too. I did ones on YouTube now I'm tensive about the ones on YouTube because sometimes they have commercials in the middle of them oh that'll jar you. Yeah. Um, but I used to listen to recorded things like that all night long. Like if it was an eight hour or 10 hour thing, I would sleep through, you know, as much until I felt like I needed to wake up. Um, yeah. and then, and on YouTube, I had my autoplay turned off. So it wasn't just automatically going into something different. Mm-hmm. If, if it went, if it ended before I woke up, um, because I was like, I don't know what's going to come up next. And I, I'm very specific about what I, I'm very specific about what I, um, take in. And so I'm laughing because yesterday we were traveling back from my beloved and I went on a cruise and we, we went into like the American lounge because we were in the airport for hour, like seven hours. So we, yeah, we were there all day. Um, so we upgraded to do the, to do the club. So we had some food and had more comfort, you know, space and they had a TV and I was like, I have to sit over there where there's no TV because I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. I don't want that in my space at all. Um, so, not everybody's that particular, but i'm I'm very cautious about what I take in um audibly, mentally, visually, mm-hmm. all of that so
1: yeah, I one hundred percent agree with that, like Leanne and I on my podcast talk a lot about how we don't watch the news because right. there's just so much so much information on there that, that we just don't want to feed our minds with, so you know it's part of being intentional in in you know recognizing what you want to surround yourself with and what makes you in the state that you want to be. in.
0: It is. And, and going back to this abundance and scarcity, it's fear and love basically. Right. Like there's so much fear in the news. They're just Mm -hmm. fear feeding, fear feeding. And I, I was just listening to the podcast, um, with Ina Lucas and she talked about how she realized like she had, uh, so much addiction to drama mm-hmm. and it is it's that addiction to drama and when we are able to like slowly unpeel and layer back uh that addiction to drama that the news feeds that the negative news cycle feeds that um you know so much of our country feeds like mm-hmm. uh it, it allows so much more space to live the life that we desire and to serve more people and to show up in a more profound way and um, yeah, it's just have more fun, <laughs> you know, like yeah. live a more joyful life,
1: yeah, yeah, one that you want to live, right, right, um, yeah. so I want to go back now that we're talking about feeding the mind, okay, you um mentioned way back that you picked up a book, you read a book, and that's kind of like what was your changing point for you, and I feel like a lot of people's stories start with that. I think my story starts with that too, yeah, which is really interesting um so what do you do now to like you know, to keep up your professional development, your motivation, like to continue your own personal growth? Meditate, um, is number one.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I, I really try to meditate for a minimum of an hour a day. Um, it depends on where I am in my oh, schedule good for you. It, And part of that is that I worked with a spiritual teacher for a long time. And so she was like an hour a day, an Mm -hmm. hour a day. Um, Now I've done other meditation courses that are like 20 minutes, twice a day, 40 minutes, you know, total or two hours. I mean, I did Vipassana and they want you to be meditating an hour in the morning, an hour in the evening. And when I got out of that retreat, I was like high on it. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) you know, and then uh... life happens. (laughs) Uh, it's not an hour, two hours a day is not my priority in this moment, but an hour is. Mm Um, and, but, but then again, like I was just on a cruise and did I take an hour every single day? No, but did I take like 20 to 30 minutes on the beach? Yes. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, so it just depends and yeah. Uh, so meditation is big. I do, like I said, I'm very specific about what I have in like, in my space, so even in my Facebook feed, um, all of that, so to me, that is part of the professional development, that is part of my mental space, Mm -hmm. and, like, cleaning that up, really having those boundaries around um, all of that, who I spend my time with, Uh, are they complaining about the things that aren't working in their life, or are they, are they focusing on what's working well, and Mm -hmm. are they focusing on what they're creating in the future? Um, I really, you know some people have given me crap and have fallen out of my life as a result of that but and i love them and i bless and release them um it's not that i don't care for them but it's that you know we each have the decision where we're going to go in our our lives um and and it's up to us to make it happen so so i'm very particular about that and I love Florence Scovel Shen. Have you heard of her? No, tell me. So Florence Scovel Shen uh, wrote a book in like the 1930s, um, 1928 I think it was, so almost 100 years ago, um, called The Game of Life and How to Play It life changing. Um and so I actually own that book in physical copy. I actually own the complete works of Florence Scovel which is like four or five of her books in one book, and I have it on audio Audible. So I listen wow. to it when I'm in the car mm-hmm. almost all the time. Um, and I have it like for a quick reference, but she has she is a metaphysicist, so she's a spiritual teacher. Um she she spoke at unity church back in the day when she was alive and and would speak a lot and would do what i now call speaking life and i think she kind of referenced that too but it is like um you were here when I did my intention setting for the space, right? Like I clear the space just to give everybody else like kind of a background. I always clear the space of Palo Santo before I do the podcast. Um, and I clear any energy that's not serving. And I set a very strong intention that wealth um, touches everyone who is touched by this podcast, who works on this podcast and who touches those people who have been touched by the podcast, who've listened to it, who've worked on it. And the ripple effect, which is ad infinitum, which is everyone, which is the entire collective consciousness. And so there is this power in speaking life into, speaking life into words, actions for the betterment. Um, we, what we don't realize is that, and what Florence really, um, I feel like I learned from those books Is that we speak life into everything that we do Mm -hmm. so are we speaking life into things that we want to do that we want to see or are we speaking life into things we don't want to see right so Mm -hmm. um so there's a lot of power in our words and so that so yeah books I work with you know different coaches uh, my spiritual teachers still on and off and Um, I'm just now rereading the compound effect. Have you ever read that? I have read that.
1: Yes. That's a good one.
0: Darren Hardy, I think is the author. I think so. I think so. So if anybody compound effect is really powerful about how just making one small tweak in your life Mm -hmm. will add up over time. And I had read it It compounds. Yeah. It compounds, right? Like compound interest. Um, and it even talks about like the example of Uh, if you had the chance to have $3 million, um, today or a penny that doubles and the money doubles Mm -hmm. every single day for 30 days, what would you choose? And so he goes through and mathematically, actually, if you chose the penny, I think it's like day 27, you're still less than the 3 million. So you're still wondering like, why did I do this? But like day 28 is where it like really catapults and day 30, of course, like it's multi-millions more than the 3 million had you chose that on day one. Um, So just talking about how little effects like that. So it's a really powerful book. Mm -hmm. I read it four years ago, and I'm really glad to be back into it because I'm in a different space. I'm in a different um, place where I can accept it more uh, than I was able to before. So, yeah, those are some of the things I do.
1: Yeah. And and he talks to you about habits, too. So, you know, how, you know, habits, good ones or bad ones, can compound. Yeah. And I always get nervous. I just... I feel called to say this.
0: I get nervous about the good and bad terminology. Yeah, I know. Or like the negative and positive. Yes, I know. But, and so I just want to like say this for anybody who's listening. Like it's really just wanted and unwanted, right? Mm. Like there is no right, there is no wrong. Right. Um. I think that I I was brought up in a lot of religion that that taught good and bad and going to hell. Right and, and wrong. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And um, there is no judgment. There is no judgment. I think uh, there's 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 no judgment outside of ourselves. I think it's probably the best way of saying it. And so if we're feeling judged, it's because we're putting that judgment on ourselves and then we're attracting that into our space. Um, and I used to do that a lot too. I think that's also why this is like the perfect timing for the podcast to have been released because I'm just not holding the space for judgment in my, in my sphere anymore. So I'm not getting it. Uh, whereas three years ago I was totally open to that and, Mm -hmm. um, and in a much more vulnerable space. So yeah.
1: Yeah. You have amazing energy, just like being in the same room with you. You Thank probably you. can if you are watching this, you can probably feel it too. You're just you're I don't want to say it's positive, you know, <laughs> but it's you know, it's just like this amazing energy. And I had coffee with you the other day. This is so funny. I haven't told you this. And like I was tired because I was like, you are so high. Like you have so much high energy, right? This gave me chills because I was like, I'm so tired. And I'm like, it was less because <laughs> she is just so high vibe oh, and full you. of energy. And I was like, I just want to be around her all of the time and like soak up her energy. And, you know, just like, just like the way you think. And, you know, it's just so beneficial to us in our life to like, totally change our thought processes and recognize all of these intentions and everything that you're doing. And I just want to tell you that. Thank you. I think you're great. Thank
0: you. So I am, it's available for everyone. Yeah, right? I know. Like, that's the thing. It's this free. Is, this is, and, and, and not only that, but like, this is what I'm really passionate about. I didn't know how to create this energy in myself until just the last couple of years. And so now it's like, Oh, being able to like help other people do that. Mm -hmm. like to really, you know, and, and this is what I'm passionate about. Like you can magnetize clients into your life and magnetize money into your life and magnetize, you know, this, this leadership and, and, and love and health Mm -hmm. and, and all of that. Um, and not need me or someone else, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. to be able to, um, feed off of that, and there is an attrition pro. There is a, not attrition, but like, there is this um, process of getting used to it, right? And 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 going, oh wow, I'm really tired. That was so much energy. Mm-hmm. Now my body wants to up level, yes, right? Because that's exactly. what happens. And our body does want to rest when it's up leveling, and it's okay. It's natural. It's mm-hmm. not something to be afraid of. Um, yeah, yeah, so I, I love that you that-
1: said that because none of it is anything to be afraid of. I remember, like, I was like super old school. I read The Secret, which was a big changing yeah. thing for me. And I remember in The Secret, they were saying how you know you have I can't remember the exact number, but you have like I don't know, something th- thousands of thoughts a day, and when you look at How do I control those? You're like, oh my gosh! Like that's overwhelming. overwhelming. That's a lot. But I like the way you put that. Like it's just like you start to get used to it, and your body adjusts, and you start to understand how it works. Versus just being like, oh, I can't do that. It's overwhelming, and it's just going to be too much on my life. Because you look at the benefits of what your life could be if you just let that in, and just you know be accepting of of that change and how it works through your body. It's like pretty amazing. And learning to listen to the body because mm-hmm. the
0: body will tell you, like your body said, I need a nap now. <laughs> like this is, and I knew why that's the best right. part. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like for me, it's been like, it's been the same. I did 10 day silent meditation retreat in India. And when I came back, I got it. I did get it right away. Cause I would just been in this like very high state for so long. I went through immense pain in my neck my shoulders and i saw it right away i was like oh i just upgraded so much spiritually and like energetically and vibrationally my body was still trying to k- keep up like my body was trying to come with wow. and it and i wasn't supporting it in the way that it needed to and so it caused me immense pain um, but then when i listened and I went to the hot tub at, like, the Y, <laughs> like, for a day. Do what you gotta do. Right. <laughs> like, that how and the steam room and the sauna, like, I did all, I kind of did a circuit, right? Yeah. Um, to, like, really sweat out all the in, in, impurities and toxins that were trying, to, that couldn't couldn't survive where with where I was at that moment. Um, then it was fine.
1: Wow. You Amazing. know? So
0: it's really just, like, listening to, oh, do I need a nap? Like, to, this morning, we just got back from this cruise, and... Um, my body was like, listen, bitch, I need a, I need a bath, like a really hot bath, (laughs) like with Epsom salts and baking soda and essential oils and all of that. And so I did that, um, and tea and, you know, like, and so it's, it's honestly five minutes of meditation a day, it gets you to a space where you can like hear more of like, what is my body really desiring? Mm -hmm.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, is there anything else you, you want to share? Like, I, I feel like this has been wonderful.
0: I feel like I feel called to say that if anyone is curious about this, I did create, um, a five day free, um, create more confidence and courage journey that I have on my website. And so the link will be in the comments, but it is divine feminine leaders.com. And when you sign up, with your email address it literally like gives you one email every single day for five days like with a little video and like some short copy there you know some short verbiage that tells you basically what we're talking about um and actually like the link to the meditation 101 video is in there as well so Ooh. you'll get that yeah so that's exci- that's kind of added into because that was part of the journey um so yeah that's at divinefeminineleaders.com, super simple, and it's just like a little pop up that's like, "Hey, do you want this yeah,
1: yeah, I do yeah I, yeah yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah so it's 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 really powerful, and the people who really um did that journey and really participated in it got so much out of it and it was so fun to watch and so if you guys feel called to do that please send me a note every day I want to hear about what your ahas are and what's going on and how that experience is for you Uh, because it's so much fun it's so powerful and insecurity is really what holds us back all the time and 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 what i really love people to know is that you're so powerful like mm-hmm. and and you're so important to this planet at this moment in time this is why you're in a body and you're such a magical manifester as it was not every soul is in a body like the fact that you are incarnated in this time space reality is like magical and important and there's just There's so much here for you, there's so much support. Um, there's so much love and yeah I'm just grateful thank you so much Michelle
1: you're it. welcome thank you for having me love this has
0: been great it. I yeah. love this conversation it's been a lot of fun so I'm so grateful for you and so if anybody wants to hear more from Michelle Russell yeah. she's on the Positive Moms podcast and you can find that everywhere right like iTunes and, yeah
1: pretty much everywhere
0: yeah, yeah all the places that podcasts are yeah. and and her episodes are shorter than mine so <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) If you have a hard time with my length of episodes, (laughs) her episodes are much more bite-sized and really, really powerful stuff. It's funny when I listen to it; I'm like, "This is exactly everything that I believe." So, yeah, it makes me happy. It's really, really good stuff. So, thank you so much for being here with us. We are so appreciative of you sharing your time, your energy, your love, your um, just support in every way and so we encourage you to subscribe to this podcast if you found it useful share the love if you find like this is going to really help somebody else and you think oh my friend so-and-so really needs to hear this Mm -hmm. we really just this is really about sharing love for me it's about sharing my heart and this podcast is such a She's such a special entity, such a special energy to me, and I love sharing her with you guys. So thank you so much for being a part of this. You can find more about her at DivineFeminineLeaders.com. You can download my free five-day journey to create more confidence and courage. And as always, we are the Divine Feminine Leaders Podcast. My name is Celeste Hartwell, and we are a feminine view of entrepreneurship for women by women. And thank you again, Michelle Russell, for being here. Thank you. We love you guys.